What's going on, you beautiful human? You're listening to the Spiritual Show podcast from thespiritualroom.co. This podcast is a space where we blend ancient wisdom with new age teachings around spirituality, awakening, quantum physics, astrology, and more. Join us for weekly episodes where we dive deep into this truth and expand our consciousness as a collective. Well, are we live? I think we're live. I think I am live. Kim, how are you? It's nice to see you. What's up? For those of you guys that are tuning in live, say what is up in the comments. Say hello. Kim, I'm going to tag you and make sure that you're here. I don't see you, but that is a-okay. Oops. Let's tag you here, Kim. I was definitely having some challenges there, you guys, on the tech side. Okay, cool. What is up? What is up, you guys? I'm excited to be here today with you. Hey, there you are. Cool. I'm excited to be here today with all of you guys and to give you guys an update on what's going on, to say hello, and as well to just give you a little update on where I was at. And then obviously, we're going to talk about our topic today, which is the dark night of the soul and the shadow self. Ah, feels so nice to be here in this community and in this new space. Feels actually really fantastic. Kim, do you have any questions specific to today's conversation? If you do, let me know in the comments. And for those of you guys that are watching the replay, if you have any other questions along the way, then let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your feedback is. Just lighting my candle here for my salt lamp. You know, setting the vibe, setting the tone. As I said, today's uh, live stream is going to be a podcast recording as well. I normally do these where I actually share the live stream recording of these on the Spiritual Show podcast, or I've been starting to roll them out. There's one going out tomorrow. And I wanted to take this time today to hop on here and connect with you guys and also to get this one out because this is going to be Wednesday's show. And I thought, why record it by myself when I can record it here? You guys can get a little sneak peek here in the community, which, by the way, if you're not in the community and you're listening to the podcast, you can click the link in the show notes and you can come on over and join us, which to be completely honest and transparent has been pretty quiet. There hasn't been much going on around here. And that's okay because that is life and that is what is up. But I'm also going to kind of like give you guys an update on that anyways. So if you are listening to this on the podcast and you want to come over to the spiritual room community, click that link in the show notes and come on over. We'd love to have you. And we are definitely growing and expanding, which is cool. All right. So before we get into today's topic, which is the dark night of the soul and the shadow self, I'm actually, for those of you listening to this podcast, you might want to click the link in the show notes, which will bring you into the spiritual room community, because you might want to watch the video part of this as well. It will be uploaded to YouTube, but I am going to share my screen here to demonstrate or to demonstrate to continue this conversation and to show you guys how you can really do this kind of leaning into this and finding the expansion within these kinds of topics for yourself while leveraging the same thing that I would leverage and show you how I would think about it and share some of my wisdom behind it, specifically in the topic of the dark night of the soul and the shadow self. But before I get into that, I want to just take a moment and breathe. Have you ever like had crazy experiences in your life where you're just, you're doing good. You know, like you're like, oh, life's doing really great. And I'm getting really, you know, I'm moving in the direction that I want. And then like, bam, life smacks you and just like everything stops and your world just feels like it crumbles. Like, leave me a comment if you're like, yeah, crumble. Like, right, comment, crumble. That's what it felt like for me for the last few weeks. And I want to talk about it today in the aspect of the shadow self, but I also want to, you know, remind us that we're human and remind us that it's part of the experience. And when we, avoid it 
we actually create more resistance and limitations for ourselves. Whereas if we actually look at these experiences in our life, we have the opportunity to transmute them, which actually allows us to ascend into a greater version of ourselves. And that's really what I want to talk about today as we talk about the shadow self and we talk about the dark night of the soul. So as much as I definitely wasn't into it, I mean, who is into it as a human, right? No no human wants to like be on the up and up and then bam. And then it's just like, wow, I just feel like I got set back a million days and months. Nobody wants that. But it did happen. And I made a video. I shared it publicly saying like, I need to stop everything that I'm doing. I was about to put out the ultimate journal experience, which by the way, if you want to join us, doors open tomorrow. And it officially starts on Sunday. It's a six-week low-key high-vibe experience. But I made a decision to stop that enrollment and registration. I went quite quiet and I went inwards, which is the exact work that I share and I teach specifically in Reclaim Your Higher Self. But I decided I was like, I need to prioritize myself because I can't be the good guide and teacher if I don't do that. And life is smacking me in the face and saying, hey, you need to deal with your own shit. And so I did. And I was super vulnerable and just said, I feel like a failure because I did. And I, it didn't matter, honestly. In the moment, yes, my human felt like a failure. The ego felt like a failure. But I knew it was part of my evolution. And you also know when you're in those points of evolution, just like me. And so I was in one of those points of evolution and I needed to stop and just surrender. And I surrendered and said, I'm not doing this offer. I'm going to go inwards. I'm going to go through my dark night of the soul experience, which is exactly what we are here talking about today. And I did it. And then I also shared a couple of weeks later, like, hey, she's present, she's alive, and here we are. But the honest truth of it is, and I was just sharing this on Instagram, which by the way, if we're not hooked up on Instagram, head over to Instagram at I am Danielle Grant. It really is going to be my new primary platform as I roll all this out. But I was just live over there talking about it. And I was just sharing how it was a completion for me. Like it was, it needed to happen. And it's the same thing in your life. When we have these dark night of the soul experiences or these chaotic experiences in our life, not by accident, they're very designed to create a shift, right? To say, hey, are you ready as a human to look at this and to ascend it? And it's going to be chaotic and intense, maybe at times, sometimes it's not. But if you are, then you can get to the other side. And so it for me, it was a big completion of a version of me that was really afraid to talk about the spiritual truth that was afraid to own what it is that I'm here to own, which is to help you understand consciousness, not necessarily spirituality, because that's obviously part of it, but like actually consciousness and how to live within different states of consciousness and what it is and what it means. And obviously understanding the ego aspect as well. That's what I really wanted to talk about. And so I built this company or mindset mentor, and then I dissolved it. And I was like, I'm going all in on the spiritual truth. And I was still super intimidated. And I was like, oh, I'm just not ready. Like, what are people going to think? And so I quietly built the spiritual room. I quietly built some programs that I have people going through, some students going through for the last year. And I just quietly did all this stuff, but I did it. And so this whole experience that I came into right now was me finally having everything built out that I wanted to in order for me to share this message and to have this community and this platform, which is the spiritual room. And so it, for me, needed to happen in order for me to be even on this live stream right now at a completely different aspect of myself and be like... Hi, I'm Danielle, and this is probably the first time that we've ever met because this is a completely new version of myself. So, hey, what's up? Specifically, you, Kim, like, hey, what's up? Nice to see you. I'm not even the same Danielle that used to work with you, which is cool. But like I said, that for me was as a coach and a guide, uh, I value that I practice what I preach. And so I did. I just went inwards and I dealt with it. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm as I said earlier, it's not something that I'm going to be sharing right now exactly what that experience was, but I will share it when the time is right. And just reminding you that it's real, reminding you that it's just how life goes and reminding you that it's part of the ascension and evolution. And when you suppress it, it becomes actually a problem. And when you actually look at it and, you, and you're like, hey, what is here for me? What is this about? Then you can shift. And that's what we're going to get into today. So that's cool. All right. What do we got going on over here? 
Kim says, yeah, yeah. Like it's for real. It is for real. Okay. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, is just really quickly, the ultimate journal experience. So if you are interested in kicking off or starting a journal experience, then you're going to want to join us for the six-week low-key experience. As I said, registration and doors open on Tuesday, this Tuesday, February 28th, and we kick it off on Sunday, March 5th. So the doors will close, registration will close on Sunday, and it's super chill. Like It's going through my ultimate journal playbook, and it's taking you through the actual experience of that, expanding within it, Every day you get an exercise. There's a podcast, Expanded Wisdom. It's it's shared in the Facebook community. And at the end of it, you're going to have one, more grounding within yourself. Two, you're going to have a more consistent journal practice, which journaling isn't just writing in like a book of gratitude or a list of intentions. There's so much more to it. But also at the end of the six weeks, you're going to have met yourself on a great, much greater, deeper level. And you're going to be in alignment with the things that you want. Maybe not necessarily like fully in alignment because that's not realistic but very clear of the place that you are seeking and the alignment and actions that you need. And that is how what you're going to get at this end of the six-week experience. So if you feel called to join us, then you can head to journalplaybook.com forward slash 2023 dash experience. And you can go ahead and grab your spot. As I said, the doors open tomorrow. We have pregame and onboarding for a few days, and then we officially kick things off on the Sunday. So if you want to join us, definitely go ahead and join us. Let's get into today's topic. And today's topic is the shadow self and the dark night of the soul. So for those of you guys that are watching live or watching the replay, do you know what the dark night of the soul is? If you do know what the dark night of the soul is, type in the chat dark night of the soul or dark night so that I can know that you're aware of it. If this is the first time that you're hearing about it, I'm going to share something with you that maybe you've never heard about before or never seen before. And if you had or have heard about it, like I said, I'm going to actually expand what you know to be true and just help uh, maybe open up your perspective of what it is and what it means so that you can see how it looks in your life as well. And to do that, I'm going to actually bring up Google because one of the things that I am a big advocate about and that I know that my clients and students are doing anyways is that they're always going to Google to try to find the answers. And that is that's the truth of it. And that's completely fine. Everybody does it, right? I do it too. So I want to go, I want to show you what I would normally do through the lens of what you would be doing so that you can actually do this kind of thing for yourself. And as you continue the spiritual journey, you can be like, oh, I'm going to check this out. And then maybe I'll think about this. I'll look at it this way. And that's going to really help you um, in what it is that you're seeking and, and what you're looking at. So let me pull this up here and let me go to Google. Obviously, here we are. Let's go dark night of the soul, type that in. Wonderful. So obviously there's some, there's a poem, there's lots of good stuff in here, but ultimately what people do right away is they go to people who ask and they start looking at what's in here, right? Which is what is dark night of the soul spiritually? So let's open this one up. So the term dark night of the soul is used as referencing to spiritual dryness, the absence of experiencing the presence of God, source, infinite intelligence, whatever it is you want to call it but also more generally to describe an extremely difficult and painful period in one's life. And this is why in the spiritual community, everyone talks about like this dark night of the soul, because in spiritual awakening and ascension is these consistent experiences, especially in this time right now where we're shifting from 3D to 5D, where we feel like we're having extremely difficult and painful periods in our life. The experience that I talked about at the beginning of this that is my most recent experience. But I mean, you too have been going through these experiences your whole life. Like even when you're a kid, when you're a child, you're going through these kinds of experiences because we're always evolving and ascending. And more often than not, if we're asleep, it's like a forced surrender or it's a forced shift because you're not surrendering to it, right? It's like, I don't want to be here. This is terrible. When in reality, it's like the very thing that you call into your life. 
And so this right here is ultimately saying to you, when you're in a place in your life where you feel like your back's up against the wall, you feel like things are chaotic, you're like, what's going on? It feels painful. It feels difficult. When you're in that place, it means that there's a new version of yourself asking to come forward. Okay. There's a new version of yourself asking to come forward. And that doesn't mean like you're like a new version. Everything in your life is different. It just means in that one aspect of your life where you're feeling difficult and painful and challenged within, where's the growth in that experience? Where's the growth in that experience? So this experience I was referencing earlier for me personally was a 20-year experience that I had when I was a child and I suppressed it for 20 years and it just came up to the surface because obviously it's time in my ascension to be here and to ascend this in this moment, which is also part of the spiritual conversation. Everything is in divine timing and often we find childhood experiences coming up in our adulthood because they're actually there for the right moment to create a greater shift into a higher state of consciousness for ourselves which is cool, right? That's what this is ultimately all about, what we're all here to experience. But it felt really difficult and painful. And when I looked at it, it wasn't like I needed to look at it and be like, what do I need to change in my life? What do I need to learn from this in all aspects? It was like, hey, what is this actual experience within, which was self-love and the belief in my own self and my own empowerment, really, right? My, My power as a being that's what I was needing to look at. So it wasn't a super broad thing. It was like really narrow. And the same thing is for you when you're in these dark night of the soul experiences, which honestly, on that note, let's just talk about this really quickly. As you expand in the spiritual conversation and spiritual ascension, you're going to find that as you increase into states of consciousness of the fifth dimension and density, this concept of dark night of the soul is actually quite irrelevant. And it's really just a word that we've coined in the 3D reality in our human existence that allows us to understand this. And it absolutely is necessary in order for us to ascend to receive this kind of information because it's the easiest way for the human to associate itself with it because it's very alive in the third dimension. And so, of course, when you first awaken to this kind of spiritual awakening and conversation, you explore Dark Night of the Soul. If you've read The Untethered Soul, which is an amazing book, and we're actually going to do some exercises from that in this community, But when you first awaken to it, that's how you can comprehend it. That's how you can grasp it, which is you need that in order to ascend, right? But as you continue to ascend, you start to realize that it's just a term and it doesn't have to be an extremely difficult or painful period in our life. And it really is what we make it to be. And so as you ascend into 5D, you're actually going to find that you you don't really want to associate or align with ideologies per se, which is like, I'm in a dark night of the soul experience. I didn't reference that for myself when I was in it. I was like, oh, I'm in a moment of ascension because that's what it is. But until you awaken to the dark night of the soul and then kind of awaken to the 4D, 5D, it's difficult to move beyond that. But for those of you that are at that place, what you want to do is start looking at this of like, anytime there's a difficult or challenging experience or limitation in front of you, it's here because you want to ascend that thing. And so it's not about the dark night of the soul and it being this big thing. It's about an opportunity to evolve. And so when you look at it from that higher perspective, which is 5D thinking and living, it becomes a lot easier to shift it and move through it. And so it doesn't make it any less painful to the human because the human has to go through those emotions and experience it. But it does allow you as the human to navigate it quicker and easier because you're not getting hung up on society's perception of like dark night of the soul and like negative and intense and like destructive. And like, it doesn't have to be like that. And the only reason why it stays like that is because we stay in this ideology of the dark night of the soul. Let me give you an example. In my experience, I had said to myself, I am in a dark night of the soul experience. Immediately, what would happen is that would engage my ego aspect, my low vibe self, my lowest conscious self, 
to flare up and to be like, oh, I'm in this negative experience. And anything that society has projected onto me in my YouTube videos and my podcasts and my books about this concept, the dark night of the soul, which is most often uh, distorted and kind of through a negative lens, the ego immediately engages in that behavior. And so had I done that, I would have already started that experience in like a low vibe state and it would have taken me a lot more energy, right? Because everything's energy to transcend it, to get out of it get out of it, but to transcend it, to ascend it ultimately. And so by me not stepping into a place of I'm in a dark night of the soul experience, which is what society right now in the spiritual uh, community is terming it, is is terming it, is coining it. Uh, by me not doing that, I actually allowed a space of ascension and evolution a lot greater and easier and a lot less painful because I didn't engage my ego, my human self in an ideology that I was in a dark night of the soul experience. So it really made a big difference for me, but I wanted to just really emphasize that, yeah, this does exist. It's all about ascension and evolution. And if you look at it through this lens and through a spiritual lens in where we are in this day and age, it seems like we're in all these dark night of the souls and they're very negative, but they're not. They're like literally what we're here for. They're here for our evolution. That's what creates our own ascension. And so we need them. But like I said, when you get to that five, you start to ascend beyond it. And then you realize it's not a dark night of the soul experience. It's genuinely a shift of consciousness into a greater version of yourself. And that, again, is where you get into that 5D where it's not all about the terms and like, I'm in a dark night of the soul. You realize that those terms are the things that are keeping you stuck between that 3D, 4D, or even in that 5D, which is where a lot of people are. All right, let's see what you guys got over here. If you guys have any questions, let's see here. Yeah, Kim says dark. Michael, what's going on? It's surrender, love it. Uh, I don't know that term. I didn't know that term until after my experience. And then I was like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. That experience doesn't go away though. You know, that's the reality of it is we don't just have a one and done dark night of the soul experience. And that's something that you come to learn as you ascend into higher states of consciousness is it's not this super blissed out space. It's a place of constant evolution. It's a place of constant growth. And so we often think like, oh, I had my dark night of the soul experience. Yeah, you're going to have more of those. <laughs> you're going to have more of those and they're going to actually become quicker and they're going to shift quicker as you ascend into higher states of consciousness into the 5D. Because when you get into that place, that's what it's about. It's about the, the awareness that we are all one and we all collectively grow together. And so we, the who are awakened more than the who are asleep, get to do work in those areas. And that's why we're in this constant cycle of the dark night of the soul. But that's also why you get to ascend beyond that ideology. Like you're not in a dark night of the soul. You're in your ascension into greater states of consciousness. And it consistently exists for as long as you're in a physical essence, in a physical entity. And that is very real, right? So absolutely love it. Love it. Love the conversation. All right. So the other thing that I wanted to um, talk about in here is I was kind of probing in here a little bit. Yeah. So what I found interesting too, and again, I'm showing you guys, this is what you're going to do, right? You're just going to go Google and you're going to be like, what is the dark night of the soul? And I always empower you to keep expanding what you know to be true in any area, even if you think you've ascended that or you're like, oh, I've had my dark night of the soul experience. Yeah. Keep learning about it. Keep expanding what you know to be true about it, because that's actually how you raise your state of consciousness. So what religion is the dark night of the soul? It's Christian mysticism. The self implies the dark night of the soul in which God gradually and sometimes painfully purifies the soul to ready it for divine manifestation. This is so powerful. And that's why I was just saying, like, you always want to be expanding what we know to be true. Because if we look at this, it's like God gradually and sometimes painfully purifies the soul to ready it for divine manifestation. 
that is what's happening because you're getting into alignment with a version of you that you've been desiring, that you're manifesting, that you've been becoming. And so it is purifying you because it's cleansing your auric field, your energies of the low vibe aspects of yourself through the dark night of the soul experience, purging of some sort, right? And getting it ready for you to be living at a higher state of consciousness, for you to be living at a higher frequency, and so that you can start to receive more of what you want. The most important thing in this whole entire part of this conversation is about being divine, being ready for the divine manifestation is if you suppress, which is what I was saying, or you think you've ascended beyond the experience and you don't recognize when you're in another one, you actually stall yourself out from getting into the divine manifestation. And that is where most people actually find themselves because they do all the spiritual, they, they got all the spiritual wisdom, you know, they're in all the communities, they're doing all the thing, they feel like they're here, but they're not quite where they want to be. It's because there's probably still some sort of experience that's being viewed as like a dark night of the soul or low vibe self that needs to come up and clear, but maybe you're suppressing it or avoiding it. And you're, that's the piece that you need to look at in order to receive that next level that you're seeking. And so that's why you don't want to avoid it. You want to look at it. And yes, of course, it's sometimes it's very painful. Yes, of course, it's sometimes not what you want to see, right? But that's what we're here for, you know? And if you're really here for the spiritual conversation, which you are, <laughs> you want to be listening to this, then you know that. You know that it's not about me or you as a human being or me and you and the money that we make or me and you and this cup beside me or whatever, you know? It's about our soul evolution. And right now in this time more than ever, if you're listening to the spiritual conversation and you're awake, then you know that this is an important time of shift of consciousness. And so, yeah, you're probably going to see a lot more dark night of the soul experiences, opportunities to ascend, let's call them what they really are, in the future. If not now, today you're in one. Because we are here to clear these aspects of ourselves so that we can get ready as a collective to hold a fifth dimensional frequency. We can't hold the fifth dimensional frequency as a collective, which is the whole entire world, from the state of consciousness that we are in now. So that's why it's important to not suppress it. And, you know, this concept isn't like just some like spiritual thing or like Buddha thing or woo-woo or whatever it is that people are calling it, you know, or Christian or anything. It's just actually what the soul is, is this the spiritual evolution. But as you can find in any religion, there is a talking of it, of this like purging of the this aspect of you that is no longer here. And the truth of it is, is it is. And it looks like this. It's a purge of energy. It's a purge of you, right? Like you have an aura around you. This is real. And so this is what you're always working within. You're always working in this energy center. That's what that dark night of the soul is. And when you're purging, you're purging the emotions and, and things that live in this. And so you have to imagine what that looks like, right? You have to shift through it. But when you shift through it, let's see if we can find one. Yeah, here's one. This is what it looks like, right? And honestly, a lot of people in the spiritual world think that they're here and they're actually living in here. And you find that a lot, like people that maybe think like, oh, I've reached the fourth density and I'm there. It's like, no, if you think that you're still in the ego because the higher conscious self doesn't ever think that. But this is what you're working within, right? So that darkness of the soul is clearing this aspect of you, the energetic aspect of yourself. And when you do that, you start to come into more alignment with the highest aspect of self, right? This part. And if you want to know more about this kind of stuff, this is something that I teach and, and allow you to experience in Reclaim Your Higher Self, which is that experience through the spiritual room. And this is that next level of like conscious living. And it's a inventive it's an inventive it's a intensive i don't even like that word it's an immersive it's an immersive experience actually taking you through an experience of taking the aura from where it is and expanding it into this state so there'll be more details about that in the future but that's not what we're talking about today 
what was the other thing that I saw in here? Um, what's this one? I hadn't seen this one before. In the dark night of the soul, it collapses. You are meant to arrive at a place of conceptual meaninglessness, or one could say a state of ignorance, where those where things lose the meaning that you had given them, which was all conditioned and cultural and so on. Yeah, again, it's that dark night of the soul. And this is from Eckhart Tolle. It's that aspect of you that has been conditioned time and time again from society. And it doesn't want to be here anymore because it's low vibe self. It lives in low vibe self. God ascension and soul ascending are the same thing, Kim. And that's something you're going to start to see more and more is that the dialogue um, of God is expanding into higher self, is into infinite intelligence. And this idea of God is source. It is infinite intelligence. It is your higher self. And so that question, which is a good question, and I know you asked that a while ago, which is the God I am presence is the I am presence within you. They're not separate. It's the exact same thing, right? And it's the same God that you would find in any religion. So what is God ascension versus a soul ascending? God ascending is the aspect of you ascending within yourself and your soul would be the, the version of you that's in your physical existence. So let me break that down one more time. When you talk about the God aspect of yourself, you're talking about the highest version of yourself, your conscious self. And that aspect is always connected to God's self. So as you evolve as a human, you become more in connection with that aspect of yourself, with God, with the purest form of us. And that as a collective ascends itself, right? And that's like the whole shift into 5D. That is the conversation of 5D. God ascension would be the ascension into fifth dimension. And then the soul ascension is the soul that's present within you and your human vessel in this lifetime today. And that aspect of you, that soul of you gets to evolve through the energy, through clearing that work in your physical essence. So your soul, as it's evolving, is expanding higher consciousness, which is God ascension, which is essentially the ascension into the fifth density. I hope that that made sense for you. I'm sure it did. Let me know any more questions you have on that. Uh, both, uh, yeah, both Dark Knight of the Soul and God Ascension have been mentioned to me more than once. Yeah, well, okay, so obviously there's something there for you, right? If they've been mentioned more than once. Uh, but Dark Knight of the Soul, as you can see, Ken, would be... And I will take this opportunity because I know Kim, but it would be those past experiences that you have left from your childhood that maybe still have low vibe self as a new version of yourself today. Maybe some of those things you're still holding on to the low vibe states. Those are your dark night of the souls that you get to look at. And when you look at those dark night of the souls, which again are just aspects of yourself, that is when you are ascending the soul ascension right? It's the soul that's present today in the physical essence. That's aware. I need to clear the stuff, right? I need to look at the family stuff. I need to look at this. I need to work on it. And then the God ascension is your higher self consistently evolving into a higher space. So I know you said on here, yes, thanks. That makes sense. But I just want to clarify that one more time. And yeah, of course, Kim, you're probably there, right? Because parallel to the kind of work we did before together in Mindset Mentor, here you are now in the spiritual room, and this is being presented to you consistently, which you know, things that are presented consistently is a calling from your, you know, angel guides, higher self saying, look at this. And you're obviously in a place of ascension. And I know you are because you've been on a similar journey to me. So if I'm where I'm at right now, you most likely are going through something yourself as well. And ultimately, it just means like it's time to ascend. It's time for you to whatever it is that's calling you to start moving in that direction. And that looks like looking at the low vibe version of yourself, looking at what things don't serve you, thoughts, beliefs, and stories, that kind of stuff. And so that's the next part of your journey. And you're probably like, yeah, that's where I'm at. Totally. Yeah. So that's the other part of the conversation is the shadow self is I've been in a dark night for a few months trying to clear out this shadow self. So what we're really talking about here is I've been in a low vibe version of myself for a few months and I'm looking to ascend into a higher 
version of myself, a higher vibration of myself. And so to do that, we want to move away from this idea of shadow self, because that's the other thing I wanted to talk about today, shadow self. So the shadow self, again, if I show you guys the way that you're going to do it anyways, which I do love to do this because it's really important that you guys see the connectivity of it when you are looking on Google for it. So how do I find my shadow self? Become a curious observer, practice non-judgment towards yourself, work with a professional. Hi, meditate. I have meditations. Try shadow journaling, try past life regression therapy, Akashic Record, label your emotions, experiences, and think about someone who triggers you. So how to embrace your shadow self. What we're talking about here is your ego self, right? We're talking about the ego aspect of you that exists and we call it the shadow self. So when Kim is talking here on the chat saying, I've been in a dark night for a few months trying to clear out the shadow self, what you're really saying is I've been in my low vibe self and I'm trying to awaken my ego self to a higher state of consciousness, which is ultimately what I just said. Yeah, is the shadow self the ego? According to Eastern and Western psychology, we have an ego persona, a shadow self, and a self, which is exactly what I was just talking about. The simplest way to understand them is ego is your identity, while the persona is the mask you wear to survive and thrive, your social personality. Shadow is the aspect you hide so that you can integrate and find acceptance, which is the ego self. And I know, Kim, you're very, you know, you're pretty aware of what that is. And Michael, I see your comment here as well about the fifth density, which we'll get into. How do I connect my shadow self? Same thing. Honestly, you guys, therapy is not the thing. You are the thing. You are the best key to you, which if you're here in the spiritual room, we have lots of things to support you in that. Um, yeah, generally made up of the parts of ourselves we deem unacceptable. It's our ego self, low vibe self, right? Yeah, cool. Well, I'm, yeah, I'd love to see maybe Kim join us in that uh, ultimate journal experience because we can work through that stuff. That's one of the intentions is to bring you from where you are now into where you want to go. And I know, Michael, you had said that as well, that uh, you were interested in that. And I'm just finishing that all up today. So I will send that out to everyone in the community. Okay, let's look at dimensions, because that was something else that Michael had just asked. And of course, let's talk about dimensions. And this is something that I talk about a lot in Reclaim Your Higher Self. In fact, when you graduate from Reclaim Your Higher Self, there's a program called the Inner Circle, which is Reclaim Incubator. And we do a lot of dimension work in there, fifth dimension, because it's all about energy. All right, Michael, this is cool that you're here. I love that you're asking about this conversation because this is what you're probably looking for from me specifically at this time. So let's pull up this image here. All right, so in this image, you can see this isn't, this is just showing you what's in each of them, but they show you the aspects. So if we look at the third density here, we have egocentric, self-serving, actions based on fear, conditional, love, divisive, lack of compassion, judging others and self, competitive, self-righteous, identifies with physical body, self-importance, world of scarcity, not trusting, fight or flight, materialistic, needs security, controlling, emotionally charged by past and future, reactive. So any, any behaviors or any way that we operate as those versions or characteristics is their human form. We are living in a third density existence. Density means that it's the frequency in which your aura, which was that image I just showed you, vibrates at. So the when you're in lower states of consciousness, which is one, two, 3D, your energetic field that's around you vibrates at a lower rate, which makes your reality feel harder, slower, more negative, darker, right? It's very slow moving. As you clear those aspects of the dark night of the soul through the shadow self, right? If you clear the low vibe aspects of yourself, through the ego and ascend at a higher state of consciousness is really what we're talking about. You start to actually vibrate in your aura at a higher state of consciousness at a higher frequency, which means your reality starts moving faster because you're lighter, right? You're not holding on to the shit. You're not holding on to the negative stuff. And so as you let go and you heal and you awaken and you do the work, right? Which you do have to do the work in the spiritual world to ascend in the spiritual self, 
then you actually start to live in these more transition from egotistical, fear-based reality to love. You're in the spiritual awakening. You're in the consciousness expansion. You're in the purging of negative emotions and belief systems. You're in the realizing self is not a body. You're in the physical changes. You tap into collective consciousness. You have increased telepathy. You have out-of-body experiences, the thinning of the veil, which is the fog between the human and the higher conscious self, and the realization that something is changing in the world. Now, we live in these at any given moment. You don't go from one to the top like it kind of is perceived in the spiritual world where it's like once you move through the third density into the fourth and the fifth, and you just keep going, like you stay there. That doesn't exist actually because you're a physical being that's here to experience duality. And so when we talk about this conversation of densities, which is actually one of my favorite things to talk about and is what I'm here to share, you have to understand that you're in it in any given moment, which means when I'm in a low vibe state or I'm frustrated or like things aren't working or I'm in limitations, I'm in my third density existence. My being is vibrating at a lower frequency because I'm probably holding on to something negative or overthinking something or doubting something. So I'm actually living in my third density existence, even though I have awareness of the fifth density and I can access it and live within it, which is just constant clearing of your energetic field to access it, which is the work. But in any any given moment, you can be in the third, fourth, and fifth density. And like literally a minute, you can access all of those experiences. And sometimes we're in the fourth, third, and fourth density, dancing in between the two for months. Like that's where Kim is. When we talk about this um, Dark Night of the Soul experience, it's the, that experience of letting go of the versions of us and the stories and the painful things so we can become lighter, so we can vibe at a higher frequency. And a lot of people get trapped between 3 and 40 because, like I said, they suppress, they don't want to do the work, they're like, this is too hard, or like, why am I not there yet? When in reality, that's the work that actually creates the shift, right? And as you can see here, you go from the physical body to like the human being of like, well, I'm not just a physical body. I actually have something within me to, oh, wait a minute. I have consciousness within me. I have a higher self within me. And then to actually like, oh, I actually live within my higher self. I'm in connection. I'm in alignment with my purpose. I'm, I'm allowing myself to do the work. And that's the fifth density. So um, let's see here. Talk to me, Goose. <laughs> guilty. Yeah, for sure. We're all guilty of these different states and like what are you guilty of, actually? Let's go that way. What are you guilty of? And Kim, if you're still with me, you know, what's coming up for you with the spiritual ascension stuff? And for those of you guys that are watching the replay or catching us live on the podcast, hop in the Spiritual Room Facebook community, but also like join the conversation. What's coming up for you? What do you want to know more about? That's what we're here for. Not just like you and me, but that's what the spiritual room's here for. Amazing. All right. So the fourth density, again, as you begin to um, free yourself of these limitations and thoughts and beliefs and stories, you begin to change your frequency in which you start to vibrate at higher states of consciousness in which your reality changes, right? When we don't live in limitations and doubt, we don't have things pulling us back, right? It's like a magnet. So fifth density existence is egoless. Again, reminding you, it's not like you get to the fifth density and your ego is completely gone. That does not exist in the human existence, okay? I really want it. That's something I'm a huge advocate of getting across to you guys, especially in this spiritual journey, you don't just become egoless. It is always with you for as long as you have a heartbeat. Okay. For as long as you're reincarnated as a human being you and have a beating heart, you are not egoless. That is why we dance between these. And yeah, we can stay in fifth density more. You can stay there for months, years. And then all of a sudden you could have an experience like I did from two decades ago surface. And it's a completely 3d experience. And you're like, Whoa, my whole entire reality just shifted for weeks. Anyways, continuing on about the 5D. You're in service to others, right? We're all here to serve others and serve the collective. Actions based on fear. We have unconditional love, ongoing gratitude, self-realized, fearless, no limits, less dense body, unity-minded, recognizing self as part of the whole and manifestation easy. Goes with the flow, duality and linear time dissolves and only time is now and no need for possessions or status. 
This is where you see a lot of the Buddhist wisdom kind of get behind is this is in order for you to stay in that existence, you need to live without possessions and status. And that's one of the reasons why Buddhist monks can access those states of enlightenment because they live more consistently in that fifth density existence. And we need them. We need them to be holding that frequency for all of us to be able to awaken to it. We've always needed that. And so bless them and bless everyone who starts to awaken to it. And it's not to say that you don't, you can't have possessions or status because you are also here to be an extremely abundant, wealthy, as fuck human being. Like you can have whatever you want. But when you make it be about something about like keeping up with the Joneses or making it be about not just because like it genuinely brings you enjoyment inside, you're living in that third density existence. But when you can be like, I actually don't need that big house. I can have it and I absolutely could want it and can get it, but I don't need it to be happier in life. That's that kind of fifth density existence where yes, you are allowed to live abundant. You are supposed to be rich and wealthy. That is your birthright, but it's not supposed to be based or tied to anything about making you feel better or defining you or creating a different identity or anything like that, because that's the third density existence. And then from there, you go to 60 and 70. And I'm not going to open that conversation up today, but we definitely are going to be exploring that in the Facebook community here. And really, it's just more constant connection with your higher self, angels, guides. And again, you're not always just living there. Like every day is a different frequency. Every moment is a different frequency. And so you're always dancing within it. And it's so important. So important. I'm um, getting stuck between three and four. Yeah, lots of people are stuck. I've been there because I've been having trouble doing the work. Yeah, well, that's why you're here, right? That's exactly why you're here. Kim, I find myself emotionally exhausted, like tears of compassion and love. It's weird. You can't control it. No, you can't. We're also emotionally exhausted, though, when we um, we become emotionally exhausted when we don't do the releases, when we don't take the time to like really dive deep and to clear it, and we just kind of live within it. That's when we become so emotionally exhausted because our physical body with that aura around it is literally exhausted. And so that's often where that feeling comes from. And it's just, that's good awareness, like so good. I love that we're in the comments here. This is awesome. And it happens for everything where I can feel someone's emotions, regardless in real life or on TV. Yeah, you're obviously your past skills are out of control, as you can see. And that whole conversation, Kim, is you need to be grounding yourself. And the way to ground yourself is to make sure that you're looking at your own stuff because you become in more resonance with everybody else when they don't look at their stuff. So when you look at more of your stuff, even though you're an empath, that doesn't go away. You just don't become as uh, supercharged by it. You actually just become the observer of it because you're like, oh, I... Yeah, I can see what you're experiencing, but I'm not going to attach that because I'm not in resonance with it because I've I've moved beyond that for myself, which again is the work and the hardest part. Not the hardest part, but for sure the most challenging. Uh, saying you're not alone there, the curse of the empath. Yeah, you know what? Here, let's expand on that. We're all empaths, okay? And I'm not here to discredit you or like be like you're less than or like you're just like everyone else. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is we have been living in a time in society where they've la labeled people who are intuitively more awake than others as empaths because it felt good to society. So again, that conversation of you're here to move beyond the topic of the dark night of the soul, what that is saying now, this whole empath conversation, is that you're the for forefront of the awakening, right? You're the one who understands this more than most people. And for a long time, you were believing that you were an empath, which you are an empath because you're extremely intuitively more awakened than most people. So it's not saying you're not. But it's saying like, let's expand that word because you're more than an empath. You're someone who is a light worker, most likely. You're someone who is someone here to help raise consciousness. And for so long, society didn't allow us to be that. And so they're like, you're an empath. 
right? And so I think a lot of times, I don't think actually I know because I'm working with a client right now who's an empath or has deemed himself his whole life as an empath, really attached his identity to this idea that he was an empath. And when we started shifting it from like, you are more than an empath. You're like someone who's really awake and aware to everything. And when we grounded him in that truth, he detached from this idea that he was an empath and he recognized what it was. Like, he was like, whoa, I'm more than an empath. Like, I'm so in tune and aware and awake. Like, holy crap. And then from there, we started like taking that level of awareness and applying it to the things that he was holding back on because it was always like, I'm too empathetic or like, I'm too much. I'm feeling too much there. Expand what you know to be true. Okay. We as a society have to do this, especially if you're watching this and you're at the forefront. You're much more than an empath. And I empower you to try that on for size. Be like, whoa, I am more than an empath. And I do know how to ground myself. And I I am aware of what's going on. And like, wow. But how can I also now move into this idea that I'm not just an empath? I am someone who's really awake and intuitive. And how do I now live in that arena? Which ultimately would be reclaim your higher self or really starting at the ultimate journal experience to ground yourself in that. But even just expanding what you know to be true about the word, like I said, dark night of the soul can make a huge difference. And this, for those of you, Michael and Kim, who are watching this, this could make a big difference for you to be like, oh, I'm more than an empath because you are more than an empath. And that matters to me to share that to you guys. That was really good live. I enjoyed myself today. Yeah, I'm. this is good. I feel really great about all this and what's happening. So I guess I'll just close out this out by, again, reminding you guys, the Ultimate Journal Experience, doors open on Tuesday. We kick off on Sunday, March 5th. Obviously, would love to see all you guys there. I will drop the link. The price does go up on the 28th at 9 a.m. And the other thing is, is the spiritual room is not actually about me. <laughs> it might seem like it is, but it's not. It's actually a container, an online and offline container to support your spiritual awakening and ascension. As you can see, we have 3D, 4D, 5D, and we support the ascension into all of that and greater and above. And so at the spiritual room, every month we pick a, we're going to be picking a topic and bringing on an expert in that industry that aligns with us and our mission and our values at the spiritual room. And we really believe in what they're doing. And we're going to bring them on. We're going to invite you guys to join us for a free conversation roundtable. It's going to be really amazing. Again, this is the first time I'm really rolling this out, but I'm excited. And then you will be invited to join us for a immersive experience on that same topic a couple of weeks after that uh, free roundtable event. So the first one that we have coming up here is actually unconscious parenting. I don't know that 100% that's going to be the title of it, but it's unconscious parenting. And if you're someone that doesn't have kids, you're probably going to want to join us anyways, because you have parents. And so it's really important that in a spiritual journey, you understand all of the players in it all. And when you can understand what conscious parenting is and can be, you can sometimes see why you're holding on to things and how your parents lack the awareness. And that's one of the reasons why you're holding on to that. And so that's huge for people that don't necessarily have kids like myself. I don't have kids, but I always gain from this conversation of conscious parenting. And it always allows me, actually, most recently, that's why I went into this past experience of two decades is because I was coached from this individual, this expert, Veronica, who we are bringing on, and it transformed my life. And so I absolutely want to share her work, share her message, and have every one of you join us for that. So that's our first like real big guest. And then we have, um, we're going to have someone coming on to do talk to us about the ayahuasca. We have some breath work, um, yoga, we have chakras, which actually I did the chakra on it. So I'm excited to continue to put that out. And obviously so much more stuff. Like I said, we have the spiritual show podcast, which is starting to bring on guests as well, which by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to be on the show, then reach out and be like, Hey, we want to be on the show. Let me know why you want to be on the show, why you want to be interviewed. And uh, we'll connect and we'll see if it is a fit because if it's not a fit, I'm not bringing it to the spiritual room. And that's the honest truth. I'm here to bring high quality, high vibe, 
teachers, practices, exercises, and things to you. And uh, I definitely do have a standard, not a standard, but like a requirement, so to speak, in order to facilitate all of you guys as students to the level that I want, which is like just the best for you anyways. So that's really what's going on, right? The spiritual room is shifting into being more about everybody else, but we do have my offerings there as well. And then we have the Ultimate Journal Experience coming up this week. The Spiritual Show uh, podcast has some new episodes going out, which this is one of them. If you're listening to it, again, you can hop into the Facebook group and join us live where I host these. I said Tuesdays, but honestly, I'm not a thousand percent sold down the river on that. So Kim says, I had a dream or my higher self told me I am supposed to be a healer. Yeah, 100%. And you're more than a healer, right? That's that empath conversation. I'm trying to get over the fact that I haven't healed myself. So how can you heal others without being fake, which we know is ego stories. Yeah. The biggest thing I'd say on that, Kim, is the best teachers are the ones that do the work alongside the students, right? As you know. So you're not supposed to be fully healed in order to heal people. You're just supposed to be awake and aware that you are here to heal people and to continue to get very focused on what that that narrowed or very broad, whatever you want, niche is and what you want to heal people and do the work to dissolve the ego limitation, the 3D aspect that says, I can't do this. I'm not this person, whatever it is that you are believing to be true, right? Because that's me too. Like that'd be me saying like, I can't do any of this work and help people raise in higher states of consciousness and completely flip the spiritual industry on its head with this conversation. If I'm not completely healed, that's not even realistic. That's that same conversation of the dimensions, right? Sometimes you're in 5D, 4D, 3D. Sometimes you're in six, like you're all over the place. In fact, you can't access the higher states of consciousness until you go through those thresholds and get there, right? So that's why you have to do the work to get there. But that would be like me saying that too. Like, oh, I'm not 100% healed and like Allah, Allah, Uda, Uda, um, enlightened, whatever. Like enlightenment is a state in which you can access in any given moment. And sometimes I'm super enlightened, which means I'm super aware and tapped in in consciousness. And other times I'm super low vibe and doubting myself and wondering who, who the heck am I? And you know, you're a fraud and you're not qualified in this and that. And it's like, shut up right? To my own ego. It's like, no, I am this person. This is what I'm here to be. And it's not about me being more healed. And I'm doing the work, which makes me the best damn coach out there. Kim uh, says, love that. Yeah. Uh, now the song More Than Feeling by Boston is my head. Yeah. Well, it is about the feeling. It is all about energy, you guys. It is all about energy. Even doctors have bad habits. Everybody has bad habits. You guys, I work. I work with everybody. I work with entrepreneurs. I work with athletes. You know, I have doctors in my reality. Every single person Every single person has an evolution. There's nobody who doesn't. Even Sad Guru, for instance, you know, somebody a lot of people respect, myself included. He has his own evolution at any given moment until he is dead. He consistently has his own evolution. And so it's always important to remind ourselves that nobody is above us or below us. Everyone is on the same journey with us and everybody has their own things that they're evolving within too, which is also why we have to offer space and grace uh, for people. Cool. Well, I'm going to wrap it up here. So Michael and Kim, I'd love to hear just your last little feedback, maybe on today's uh, live stream. What was your takeaway? And for those of you guys watching the replay, what was your takeaway? For those of you guys listening to us on the podcast, but yeah, let me know in the comments what came up for you guys. For those of you guys watching the replay, what came up? And for those of you guys on the podcast, come hang out in the spiritual room, Facebook community. And soon the memberships to the Mighty Networks, which is our private community, is going to be up and running which is cool because there's a group of people in there and have been in there for a while helping me build that out, which is cool. Appreciate all you guys that are in there doing that. Kim says, good information. Definitely not a coincidence that Dark Night of the Soul was a topic. Nah, Kim, we're always in alignment. You and I, which I love, obviously. And uh, it's amazing. And I'm so excited to continue to support you into this journey as uh, we've been on this journey together for a while, which is cool. 
Michael says, my takeaway is that I'm not alone. Thank you. No, you are not alone. And everyone, it's amazing to me. You guys, my little spiritual show podcast on average is between 500 and 1,000 downloads an episode. People are looking for this and we are not alone. And come hang out in the spiritual room community. Come hang out at the spiritual room and let's, let me show you that you're not alone. And uh, more than that, let me show you how to, how to do this with the support of yourself more than anything and not other people because that really is the most important thing. But we are not alone. We're absolutely not alone. You're not alone because your higher self is here. You know, I'm an aspect of your higher self delivering this to you right now to say, hey, your higher self wants you to know that you need to look at this, right? That's like Kim saying it's everywhere around me. I'm no different. I'm just a messenger. Like, yeah, well, let's look at it, Kim. That's why it's in your awareness. And here's more information so you can look at it. Same as you, Michael, and everyone else that's watching this or listening to this. Yeah, like here's here's the next level for you. Let's keep going together. And I'm here to help you. And we're not alone. And we get to do this together, which is the best part, honestly. And if you are new to my world, like, what's up? What is up? When I'm really consistent and I'm in my groove, which I am now, because I've been kind of in and out for the last few years, it's a good time. And we're a good time here. And everyone that you're going to meet here is awesome. And everyone here supports one another, which is super cool. And my community is one of the best communities I've ever found. And I'm in a lot of communities and I've invested in a lot of communities. This one here with me is one of the best, honestly. Yeah, let's fucking go. No kidding. Cool. Okay, you guys, we've been on here for 52 minutes. I'm super grateful. If you want to join us for the Ultimate Journal Experience, I'll drop the links in here as you're going to be seeing more of it over the next few days anyways. If you're on the podcast, you know what to do. And I hope you guys have an absolute fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And I cannot wait to see you in the spiritual room community. Pop in here, leave a comment, leave a post, let us know who you are. And uh, I can't wait to meet you. Namaste. Peace and love. And thank you, Michael and Kim, for joining me today. I appreciate you guys. So cool to have you on here. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at thespiritualroom.co and on the blog at thespiritualroom.co forward slash blog. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.